Good morning. It's time for a cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. Joining us today, we have John Gordon, President and CEO of First National Bank. John, thanks for coming in today. Hello, George. And we've got Randy Talley with First National, too. Randy, thank you for coming in. Thank you, George. And we've got uh, some important things to tell you about the bank on the program today. And it's a long history of serving uh, the Grady County area. Our thanks to our sponsors here on The Cool Conversation, which includes Community Bank of Oklahoma, our good your friends over there, Absolutely. and uh, Stanley Systems. So good to have a couple of community-owned banks uh, doing great business here and uh, making sure the community uh, is, is strong and prosper. So, John, uh, big anniversary, I guess, uh, for the banker. The big special project you just kicked off uh, yesterday, right? Sure. Yes, George. Uh, pleased to announce a uh, grand opening yesterday of the new First National Bank and Trust Company in Tuttle. Uh, a new 5,000-square-foot building uh, that's just adjacent to the building that we had been in uh, for the past 35 years. Uh, it served us very well for a long time. Uh, but our, our needs have changed. We needed more drive-through space. Uh, we needed more offices, uh, and technology had changed quite a bit. A little, so, uh, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little. We, you know, it uh, it has, and uh, so in our new bank, uh, we're able to take advantage of uh, of new technologies, uh, and just um, uh, being able to handle customer transactions more effectively. And at the end of the day, uh, we believe, improve the customer experience. Now, you say uh, 35 years ago is when the, the First Bank branch opened there. And you've been with the First National how long? Well, I joined the bank in 1986 uh, as a very young man. Uh, and uh, so I, still, I think I'm still a yes. young man. Uh, but a few years ago. So was it at the Tuttle It branch? was at Tuttle, yeah. Okay. First okay. National Bank in Tuttle. Um, the First National Bank and Trust Company of Chickasha acquired that bank, oh, 18 years ago, mm -hmm. 19 years ago. Uh, and uh, so uh, it's neat to have um, uh, seen that bank grow through the years and prosper uh, as uh, as Tuttle in that entire area up there has just uh, grown so uh, so rapidly the, la the, the past few years. And... Um some great history uh, you've kind of packed into the hallways of the bank, right? Yeah. Randy, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. we. Uh, John grew up in Tuttle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's got his own family history there. And that his family, the Gorton family, uh, they've been in that area and north and west of there since the land run, I think. A mm -hmm. uh, long, long, long time. And because of that long history... Uh, a First National Bank being there and the Gorton family, John suggested, okay, what if, you know, Tuttle has a great history. So what if you try to tell that story in a, in a pictorial uh, way in the bank? So what if the pictures in the bank weren't, you know, seascapes or something, mm -hmm, right. but what if they were the history of Tuttle? And so we got a hold of that a couple of months ago and just had a marvelous time. We've met with uh, eight historians in the area, the Grady County Historical Society, the Tuttle Historical Society, the Oklahoma Historical Society, and then just a lot of great ladies and gents in the area who've got history to tell and pictures to share. And we gathered those and then started gathering histories. And what makes this whole experience, if you walk in and you see the Tuttle Then and Now Gallery is what we're calling mm -hmm. it. You walk through the bank, all the spaces, offices, even the restrooms, all of the spaces have these images. 
Many are modern, they're not all history. Each one has a little QR code and you take your phone and you just swipe over the QR code and suddenly you're on a website reading a page about that image. Why was this family in the 1870s, you know, serving mm -hmm. the, uh, the cattlemen who uh, rode their, took their cattle up and down the Chisholm Trail? And so uh, we try to tell some of that story. It's not a, you know, it's not a complete history of Tuttle. Uh, that, we it take a lot more space and a lot more images. Sure, but for right. 44 images and quite an experience, uh, you walk through and you get a real sense of uh, that community and how it has served. It's at key intersections of highways 92 and 37 or 4 and 37 and you know it's it's been a vital player in the economy for a long long time you may know right just north of Tuttle uh, Canadian River which is the northern edge of the Chickasaw Nation that Pikey's Crossing which we tell part of that story in this gallery mm -hmm. that Pikey's Crossing was the only way to get from Oklahoma City to Lawton before the bridges were built in 1934 in Newcastle and Minko so if you wanted to go south, you went to Tuttle, wow. and you crossed at Pikey's Crossing just north of the bank there. Right. And, of course, uh, you know, when I came to Oklahoma in Chickasha in 1981, there was no Highway 4 bridge. Right. Over no, the, no. You, you had to either go up to, you know, through Mingo and Union City to get to Mustang or around Oklahoma City. So now we've got the that nice bridge out there. and. I think that's obviously led to some some of that growth up in the Tri City sure, area. Sure, it re it really opened things up um, for Tuttle and for Mustang. Um, you know, there's a uh, it's a real uh, a community there of people that work in Oklahoma City or work in West Oklahoma City, and uh, they're able to access that much easier than they, than they ever could. And uh, and the all the highways have improved up there a lot over the past few years. Uh, and back to Randy's comments on the pictures, you know. Uh, I watched so many uh, uh, on uh, on Tuesday at the bank uh, as they enjoyed uh, scanning these uh, these images and seeing this and just history came alive to them. Yeah. It was very fascinating to watch this. But but you're right, George. The the area has just grown a lot, uh, and uh, and our banks grown along with it. Thanks for being with us on our Cool Conversation program today. John Gordon and Randy Talley with First National Bank and Trust. And again, uh, the big new branch opening uh, in Tuttle, or the, the re revitalized branch, I guess, John, would be the best thing to call it. So Yeah, we're, we're so proud of our new bank in, in Tuttle and, uh, and just what this means for us and, and uh, for our customers. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about improving the customer experience. Well, it always comes down to talent, and we have a talented bunch up there. Shannon Christian is our bank manager, and Shannon is a well-experienced banker. Uh, our senior lender, John Baker, uh, and, and Blaine Horn, who recently joined the bank, and, uh, and also uh, Crystal Long. She's assistant manager. We've got... A uh, solid team there, and it's a really great experience. When people walk into that bank, uh, it, the layout is designed to be really customer-friendly. And like most of our banks, we've also included a community room so that our customers can meet uh, on our property for a whole variety of reasons. And those community rooms in most of our banks serve uh, some really key uh, uh, audiences and maybe the public isn't aware of those mm -hmm. audiences, but uh, folks meet in our community rooms to do all kinds of business. And some of it's community-minded or charity or whatever. Right. And we enjoy uh, providing space for that. Right. And, of course, uh, you know, you've got uh, 
you know, regular banking for folks, you know, all the banking services, but uh, work a lot with businesses and business development. And we talked about the growth up there in the Tri-City area. So I know you'd be happy to uh, help out some folks that might be wanting to open up a business. Sure. And and we're always uh, uh, interested in talking to current customers and prospective customers. And, uh, you know, please stop by and and see our bankers at Tuttle. They'll give you a a welcome smile, uh, always a fresh cup of coffee. Uh, and uh, and I think it's a good visit uh, on top of that. Uh, it is a growing area, George. And, uh, you know, uh, we're so proud of all of our bankers in all of our markets, uh, but it's so neat to see uh, this new building in Tuttle uh, and the bankers that make it happen. You know, I might add, too, you know, we, we have uh, mortgage lenders in that market uh, that are, are uh, in a growing housing market in there. Uh, so I would uh, welcome them to visit with Dana and, and our group of uh, mortgage lenders at Tuttle as well. Yeah, it's a buyer's market, I think, right now is what I've heard. So uh, that's, you know, uh, getting to see some of your folks there at any of your locations. And, and we talk about First National, but how many branches now, Randy, and how many different communities? Eleven locations, nine okay. communities, yeah. and always looking to grow. Yeah. So you can uh, stay tuned for, for what's coming in the year to come. There's always more to come, George. All right. So uh, what are you seeing uh, as far as maybe uh, business growth, especially over the last uh, couple of years? And we see a lot of growth here in Chickasha. And, uh, well, Chickasha is doing really well right now. And it's, uh, it's exciting to see what's going on in the downtown area and just the new businesses, new restaurants that are popping up. Um, it's clear this last year and a half has been tough on businesses. Uh, we're, we're so pleased that we've been here to support these businesses uh, through the, the different programs that we've been able to offer and uh, through the PPP, uh, the, the, pay, the Paycheck Protection Program uh, offered by the SBA. Uh, and it's been an integral part of us being able to help businesses to, to work through a challenging time. And, of course, a lot of residential development going on in Chickasha, several new developments sure. uh, uh, in all sectors of the community. And, uh, an area that has been sorely needed with new housing if here. Boy, the- it really has, yes. And uh, we're glad to be uh, an active part of, of that as well. Uh, and it is neat to see new homes being built in Chickasha and across all of our markets. All right. Uh, so, uh, Randy, we've got the fair coming up in a couple of weeks. Right? We do. So what's, uh, what's going to be going on with the bank at the fair? Well, you know, our approach to the fair is always uh, we try to be novel. We try to be sure. unique yeah. in our approach. And when uh, folks come to our booth, uh, in addition to uh, some game experience, we always try that. Mm-hmm. But we'll also be talking about fraud because it is the number one concern of so many of our customers. They're getting hammered with crazy texts and emails and st- all Daily. kinds of yeah right Daily. on your phone so many invitations to click on things and i our hearts ache for elderly folks who see that and they might think geez this is an alarming thing i need to press this because it's going to help me right you know fix my phone or whatever the pitch is that the idiot fraudsters are making so we'll be doing a number of things to help our customers become more savvy i mean we offer a lot of great tools some of them are free one of them i'll just give one example but there's four or five I could uh, share. One is called SecureLock. It's a free app. We provide it to our customers. You download it from the app store, enter your debit card number, and you now have control of it and full notifications every time it gets used. So it's in your pocket. You pull out your card, you swipe it at a gas pump, or you swipe it at Walmart or wherever. 
and instantly your phone alerts you. You've just charged $32 in gasoline or whatever. Now, how does that help you? Well, think about it. If that number is stolen, whoever's using it, you're instantly notified. And then you also have power to turn it on and off. Just turn off the card. If you want to be sure no one can use that number, as you put that card in your wallet, open your phone, turn off the card. And it literally is a switch that you just turn the phone, turn the card mm -hmm. on and off. And it's in your pocket and it's free and we provide it to our customers. That is one of the many terrific tools to prevent fraud. And we've all got to work at it. The bank works very hard. We have a whole team working to stop fraud. But we consumers, we can do more to stop fraudsters from getting our right. numbers and our passwords and our well, Randy, and that's a, that's a great uh, a great thought there. Uh, SecureLock's a solid product, and we have so many customers using it. And recommend that others others use a, use that product. And, and you brought up emails, and you brought up texts, but the fraudsters are calling people too. They'll never stop calling you and convince you right. that their call is legitimate, and you need to give them some information. And every piece of information is just one more thing that they can use that they can compile about you to get to your money. Please be careful. Don't answer. If you, are, if you don't know the number and you don't know who you're talking to, don't talk to them. Don't give them information. And clearly, with emails and texts, don't respond to people if you don't know them. Don't open those attachments. They could have bad things in them right. that could infect your computer. And if you don't have uh, some of these uh, services, if you suspect anything wrong, I mean, somebody taking one of your account, just, you're just a phone call away. That's right, and that's what we do. We, we work very hard to help our customers recover. And I'll add to the list that John gave, in Facebook and other social media uh, programs, there's just a ton of those silly surveys that will ask you a whole lot of questions. And those questions are like your pet's name, your anniversary. They're asking questions. Anybody who's really given this some thought pretty quickly decodes, they're asking me questions that might lead to them guessing my passwords mm -hmm. or security questions in my apps, apps for banking and apps for other services. You, you know, you log in for your uh, utilities or mm -hmm. whatever. And that's what they want. As John said, they're, they're looking for these points of data. And some of those Facebook surveys, they look so friendly. And remember in high school, what was your favorite song? What was your, they're looking for points of data. And when they compile, as he suggested, a profile on you, they're going to not have too hard a time guessing yeah. your security questions to get into whatever. Yeah. These guys have way too much time on their hands and they're pretty smart. And, uh, you know, just be careful. That's, that's, the, that's the best thing. That's right. Just, uh, please. And, and please call us if we can yeah. help you. Uh, we can give you some, some good strategies that will help you to recover from this. Uh, and because uh, there's more and more of this going on. John, Randy, thanks for coming in and being on the program today. We appreciate uh, First National support of uh, all the communities uh, that you serve. Uh, we love the fact that you give money back to the schools programs uh, Thank you. each and every spring, which is great. And all you got to do is every time you use your First National debit card, a portion of that is going to be donated to your local school. That's Thank right. you, George. We yes. enjoy that so much. Appreciate that, George. Thank you. Again, uh, John Gorton and Randy Talley with the First National Bank on our Cool Conversation program today.